Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Welcome to Mary Queen of Peace Parish. As we celebrate the Assumption of the Blessed Virgin Mary. A special welcome is extended to those who are visiting with us today and those who are returning home to our parish community and also to those who are worshiping with us over the live stream and the internet. For those who wish to continue physical distancing, you can be seated in the designated area in the church where the pews are marked with ribbons. Assisting us today are our lectors, Carol and Bernie. Our altar server is Paul. Our cantor is myself, Fred. And our deacon is Deacon Frank. And our celebrant is Father Michael Stumpf. The words to our hymns today are found inside the bulletin. Let us all now stand and join in our opening hymn. <clears throat> In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Grace and peace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the communion of the Holy Spirit be with all of you. And with your spirit. Good evening, everyone. Good evening. Celebrating this assumption of the Blessed Virgin Mary and uh, being a parish now that is named under the patroness of Mary and the title Queen of Peace, we know these celebrations of Mary are the celebrations not only of the universal church, but particularly for us named after her. As we gather, we know how much we need God's mercy. 
And we need God's grace to be able to see the presence, the movement, the power of the Spirit of God moving among us that we may truly hear His presence, His voice, experience His presence in our midst and do our best to put that to action in our lives. So we ask God's mercy as we begin. Lord Jesus, through your great mercy, you assumed your mother into heaven. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have have mercy. mercy. Lord Jesus, come into our own hearts to heal us. Christ, have mercy. Christ, Christ, have have mercy. mercy. Lord Jesus, you sit at the right hand of the Father to intercede for us. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have have mercy. mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us of our sin, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Gathering our prayers together, let us pray. God, who looking on the lowliness of the Blessed Virgin Mary raised her to this grace, that your only begotten Son was born of her according to the flesh, and that she was crowned this day with surpassing glory. Grant that through her prayers, saved by the mystery of your redemption, we would merit to be exalted by you on high. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. We are seated and attentive to the Word of God. A reading from the book of Revelation. God's temple in heaven was opened, and the Ark of His Covenant could be seen in the temple. A great sign appeared in the sky, a woman clothed with the sun, with the moon beneath her feet, and on her head, a crown of 12 stars. She was with child and wailed aloud in pain as she labored to give birth. Then another sign appeared in the sky. It was a huge red dragon with seven heads and ten horns, and on its heads were seven diadems. Its tail swept away a third of the stars in the sky and hurled them down to the earth. Then the dragon stood before the woman about to give birth, who to devour her child when she gave birth. She gave birth to a son, a male child, destined to rule all over the nations with an iron rod. Her child was caught up to God and his throne. The woman herself fled into the desert where she had a place prepared by God. Then I heard a loud voice into heaven say, now have salvation and power come and the kingdom of our God and the authority of his anointed one. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. A reading from the first letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. Brothers and sisters, Christ has been raised from the dead, the first fruits of those who have fallen asleep. For since death came through a man, the resurrection of the dead came also through man. For just as in Adam all die, so too in Christ shall all be brought to life. 
but each one in proper order. Christ the firstfruits, then at his coming, those who belong to Christ. Then comes the end, when he hands over the kingdom to his God and Father, when he has destroyed every sovereignty and every authority and power. For he must reign until he has put all his enemies under his feet. The last enemy to be destroyed is death, for he subjected everything under his feet. The word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be to God. The Lord be with you. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, O Lord. Mary set out and traveled to the hill country in haste to the, ch to the town of Judah, where she entered the house of Zechariah and greeted Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the infant leaped in her womb, and Elizabeth, filled with the Holy Spirit, cried out in a loud voice and said, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. How does this happen to me, that the mother of my Lord should come to me? For at that moment, the sound of your greeting reached my ears. The infant in my womb leapt for joy. Blessed are you who believe that what was spoken to you by the Lord would be fulfilled. And Mary said, my soul proclaims the greatness of our Lord. My spirit rejoices in God, my Savior, for he has looked with favor on his lowly servant. From this day, all generations will call me blessed. The Almighty has done great things for me, and holy is his name. He has mercy on those who fear him in every generation. He has shown the strength of his arm. He has scattered the proud in their conceit. He has cast down the mighty from their thrones as lifted up the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he has sent away empty. He has come to the help of his servant Israel for he has remembered his promise of mercy, the promise he made to our fathers, to Abraham and his children forever. Mary remained with her for about three months and then returned to her home. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise you, Lord. Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. Hail, full of grace, the Lord is with you. The whole church is under the patronage and is really prefigured in the person of Mary, uh, the Blessed Virgin Mary. And of course, today we're celebrating the Assumption of the Blessed Virgin Mary. And particularly, again, we as a parish under her patronage uh, even deeper, um, the more we understand about her, the more we uh, experience who she is as a person and a human being, the more we see her as model, the more we receive her intercession, her care, her example, the more we, like her, do our best to follow uh, the Lord as a disciple, 
to embrace the new covenant, if you will, and become the ark of that covenant like her, uh, the more powerful we will become and as an understanding of who we are as a, as a parish community as Mary, Queen of Peace. What's fascinating is that um, some of the greatest feasts that we celebrate of Mary, like this, the Assumption, as well as the Immaculate Conception, which happens in December, are actually not taken from Scripture itself. Isn't that fascinating? So they're, they're not specifically in Scripture, but they certainly have been part of the tradition that has developed after most of the Scriptures have been written. And so these great feasts are certainly alluded to um, but they're not spoken of directly. I'd like to actually just spend uh, about five minutes, if you will, just kind of unpacking something for us that probably we take for granted or something that maybe we rattle off without maybe thinking about it. Uh, and it's something that's so deeply a part of who we are, so deeply steeped in what it means to be Catholic. I'd like to talk about our prayer, the Hail Mary. And of course, I'm going to relate that to the Feast of the Assumption, as well as some of the allusions and uh, parts from Scripture that we heard proclaimed today. So I'd like to just kind of do a little, I'd like to do a little bit of catechesis, if we will, which is not something I normally do during a Mass or during a homily, but uh, just sharing a little catechesis about the, the, the Hail Mary. So, so first of all, um, Hail Mary. Do you ever think, doesn't that word kind of strike you a little bit? Just the first word, hail, H-A-I-L, right? That's not something we use in our everyday language too much, maybe a little bit, but so just a little kind of language things here at the beginning before I get into the, the prayer itself. Hail Mary. Hail is very interesting because uh, it can be many things, and the definition of hail can be, can be multiple things. And mostly, we probably use it as an acclamation or uh, something where where we're giving glory to Mary. But that, that word hail is actually could be like a greeting, a respectful greeting. It probably wouldn't be hello, but it'd probably be much more like the greeting, the kind of the official greeting we'd use as like dear, you know, dear Mary. Um, so you're, you're actually just kind of greeting her. That's one way to look at it. The second thing is we use the word hail for like hailing a cab right? <laughs> Which means calling for or, 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 or kind of reaching out to. So, uh, so there's that, that kind of a summoning, if you will, as you begin that prayer, Hail Mary. Um, and um, last thing about that um, uh, is the, the very small rocks that fall from them. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Ice balls that we've been experiencing in these crazy storms. But I, I can't think of a, a third definition of hail other than that right now. But So it's an acclamation for sure. It's a greeting and it's a summoning, if you will. Hail Mary. Now, interestingly enough, these prayers that we have memorized and we oftentimes kind of uh, rattle off, if you will, uh, also have Old English in them, right? So, Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee, right? Blessed art thou. And it's interesting, that prayer as well as the Our Father, we've kind of still held on to some of the Old English. But actually, that, that prayer, the Hail Mary, in the Roman Missal, uh, published in some of the Catholic prayers in the back of the Roman Missal, actually uses the word you. So blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. So it, it brings it up into the, to the modern day language, but we don't oftentimes recite it that way. Um, so just a couple of, of language things that are, that are kind of fascinating. Um, so let's just talk about the, the kind of the origin of this prayer and kind of where it came from. There's really two parts of this prayer. 
Hail Mary, that we say all the time. The first part actually comes almost directly from Scripture itself. We heard part of it in today's gospel passage proclaimed from Luke. They both come from the gospel of Luke. Um, What we're hearing today is, blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. And that, of course, comes directly from Elizabeth's greeting to Mary, as they come and encounter one another, both of them pregnant, and this confusion, this excitement, this exchange uh, of greeting that they have, probably after not seeing one another for a while, and realizing all of this beauty and, and confusion that's, that's kind of built up within them and around them and their circumstances, and they greet one another, and that's Elizabeth's greeting to Mary. Also, the first part of it, Hail Mary, or Hail, full of grace, the Lord is with you, also comes from Luke, almost directly taken from Scripture, and that's the line that Gabriel, or the angel, speaks to Mary as she announces, or the angel announces to Mary, that Mary is going to conceive and bear a son, and that will be named Jesus. So that first part of the Hail Mary is pulled almost directly from Scripture, except for later on in tradition, we actually put their names in there. Notice when the, the, the angel greets, it says, hail, full of grace. We say hail and we say Mary. That's who we're addressing. And then blessed is the fruit of your womb. And then we add the word Jesus on the end of it. That came actually in later tradition. But that whole first part is deeply, deeply scriptural and is part of that greeting that, uh, of potential, of hope, of the power of God working in people. And notice, in today's gospel passage, that was the greeting of Elizabeth to Mary, but Mary then also greets back by saying to Elizabeth in her midst in this greeting what God is doing in her life and in the life of God's people, particularly those who are lowly. Uh, blessed, you know, are you, my soul proclaimed, you've looked upon me and my lowliness, you've looked upon all people in those who are marginalized, those who are excluded, those who are powered over in some way, you've looked upon all of us and you're doing amazing things. And goes on to say that again, those who are rich will be cast down, the powerful will be removed from their thrones, those who are hungry will be filled, those who are filled will go away hungry. And so this is powerful action of God's love and God's grace that's happening, that's alluded to in those first scriptural passages that are part of the Hail Mary. The second part of the Hail Mary comes from church tradition, and it comes from tradition after Scripture. And it was developed really in the 3rd and the 4th and the 5th century, and actually wasn't really adopted until like the 15th, 14th and 15th century that actually happened. And so what has happened in the second part of the Hail Mary is she's given a title another title, and then there's a petition added to it, right? And the title that is given is Mary, Mother of God, Holy Mary, Mother of God. And that actually comes from the Eastern tradition, Theotokos, or God-bearer. And so that celebration is actually the first of January within the church cycle and tradition, the, the Mother of God, Mary the Mother of God. And so we give that title to her because we know not only is this, uh, this son of hers profoundly, uh, deeply connected to our humanity, but also has connected us to God, uh, Jesus who is both divine and human. So she's given the title that's come out of the third century tradition in the Eastern churches, and then adopted later by the Latin churches of the mother of God or God-bearer. And then there's a petition that's added to it. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray, the petition is, 
pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. And so, of course, pray for us, right? Of course we seek the intercession of Mary. Of course we do. Her amazing and special place within salvation history. She who is exactly like us and fully human, uh, you know, uh, and yet embraced that will, that love of God so much, accepted that word of God and did her best to live it in her life as first disciple. So of course, we ask her intercession for ourselves, for our family, for our, our global human family as well. Pray for us sinners. <laughs> I think that basically is like a uh, another word for church, isn't it? <laughs> pray, for us, pray for the church, because who are we? We are sinners. All we need to know is to look at the last three years to realize how much we are in many ways. The abuse scandal that we're continuing to try to recover from and, 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 and plead for God's mercy for and transform ourselves from. Uh, th there was the, of course, the On Mission for Church Alive process, which has stirred everything up within the church here in the Church of Pittsburgh. And then think of the, certainly the pandemic that we've been trying to navigate and continue to navigate and how those things have put out some of the beauty of the church, but also some of our weaknesses and how much more we need to build ourselves into community. So certainly, church, you know, pray for us sinners. <laughs> we need transforming mercy of God's love, God's grace. And then finally, now and at the hour of our death. It's fascinating that we actually talk about our very own death as we're asking Mary's intercession because that reflects directly on what we're celebrating today. We believe that Mary was taken body and soul into the glory of heaven, that she has experienced the power of God's mercy uh, in her very own being, and that which we all will be someday, we hope to be someday in God's grace and mercy, is not just our soul floating around somewhere in the glory of God's kingdom in heaven, but there's a, there's a part of us that's mind, body, spirit, a whole being as Mary, which is assumed into the glory of heaven. And so we ask her intercession for our very own death that we too will be transformed, fully transformed, in the glory of that which is the glory of heaven, the promise that is given to us in God's great mercy. And so we, we, we go through that prayer sometimes without sometimes realizing the impact, the power, where it comes from. And again, it's a beautiful mantra that we can say over and over in the rosary. But do we realize the power of scripture and God's grace that is working in and through Mary and in and through the church as we ask her intercession as church, as sinners, as people who are now and at the hour of our death needing that which is God's transforming grace and love. And so we celebrate the assumption of the Blessed Virgin Mary. She who is the model of God's grace and discipleship, the model of God's receiving God's mercy, the model of understanding and hearing God's word and doing her best to put it into practice within her life. And she who is who we shall be as church in God's mercy, taken body and soul into the glory of God. Hail, full of grace. Blessed are you among women. Pray for us sinners now and at the end. 
Together, let us stand and profess one faith, and we'll do so with the Apostles' Creed. I believe in one God, the Father, Father the Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, Christ, His only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, crucified, died, and was buried, descended into hell, and on the third day rose again from the dead, he ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. From there he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. Trusting the grace of God poured upon Mary and the church since we bring these needs in prayers of petition. Our response is, hear us, O Lord. For the grace to know Miriam of Nazareth, our foremother in faith, we pray, hear us, O Lord. Lord. That the church may be a place of joy and gladness for all the poor and the marginalized, we pray, hear us, O Lord that our weakness may show forth the strength of Christ, we pray. Hear us, O Lord. For all those in our prayer request list in the bulletin, that their pain and suffering may ease by our prayers, we pray. Hear us, O Lord. We go forth for the grace to treat ourselves and one another with dignity befitting the image of God, we pray. Hear us, O Lord. For all those who have died in our parish community, especially John Vidal and Jean Fershinsky, may they be welcomed into God's kingdom, we pray. Hear us, O Lord. For an increase in vocations to the priesthood, the diaconate, and the religious life, we pray. Hear us, O Lord. We remember today Karen Sudi and all the intentions present on the altar, along with those we hold in the silence of our hearts. We pray. Hear us, O Lord. If you turn to page four of our bulletin, we will now pray the prayer part of our novena to St. Rock. Together. We ask you to stand with us, St. Rock, as we face the pandemic in our day. Whether we call it a plague or a pandemic, we face the same hardships. Be with the people who are dying alone and in families who suffer separation from them. Ask God's blessing on the healers who work in hospitals, clinics, and emergency services. Be with us as we ask God for the grace to be grateful for all those making sacrifices for us. Help us to learn from your example that when we place our trust in God's mercy and love, we will make all things to the good. Amen. Please be seated. Please join in singing our offertory hymn, Sing of Mary. It is in the bulletin.
undefiled, sing of God's own Son, most holy, who became her little child, fairest child of fairest mother, God the Lord who came to earth, word made flesh, our very brother takes our nature by his birth. Sing of Jesus, son of Mary, in the home at Nazareth. Toil and labor cannot weary, love and ring unto death. Constant was the love he gave her, though he went forth from her side, forth to preach and heal and suffer till on Calvary he Pray, sisters and brothers, my sacrifice and yours will be acceptable to God the Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice at your hands for the praise and glory of his name, for our good and all his holy church. Receive, we pray, O Lord, the sacrifice of reconciliation and praise, which we celebrate on the assumption of the Holy Mother of God. May it lead us to your pardon and confirm in us perpetual thanksgiving through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Lift up your hearts. We lift, lift them up, up to the Lord. And let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and just. It is right and just. It is our duty and salvation always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God, through Christ our Lord. For today, the Virgin Mother of God was assumed into heaven as the beginning and image of your churches coming to perfection and as a sign of sure hope and comfort for your pilgrim people. Rightly, you would not allow her to see the corruption of the tomb, since her, in her own body she marvelously brought forth the incarnate Son, the author of all life. And so, in the company of the choirs of angels, we praise you as with joy we acclaim. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the font of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, sending your Spirit upon them like the dewfall, that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed, he entered willingly into his passion. He took bread, said the blessing, broke the bread, gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it. This is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, once more giving thanks, gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it. This is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. 
do this in memory of me. Therefore, we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, and we offer you, Lord, the bread of life, the chalice of salvation, giving thanks you've held us worthy to be in your presence and to minister to you. Humbly we pray, partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church, which has spread throughout the world, bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, with David, our Bishop, with all the clergy, with all who serve and lead your people. Remember also all of our sisters and brothers who have fallen asleep in the hope of resurrection, all who have died in your mercy, welcome them into the light of your face. And have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, Saint Joseph, her blessed spouse, the blessed apostles, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we too may be co-heirs to eternal life, to praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. At the Savior's command, formed by divine teaching, we dare to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from all evil. Graciously grant peace in our day, that by the help of your mercy we may be free from sin, safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope, the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power, the glory are yours, now and forever. You said to your apostles and to us, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sin, but on the faith of your church. Grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, for you live and reign forever and ever. Amen. Peace of the Lord be with you. Let us offer each other some sign of Christ's peace. Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. And after spiritual communion, for all those who can't receive and can't be with us today, my Jesus, I believe that you are present in the most holy sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire to receive you into my soul. Since I cannot at this moment receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart. I embrace you as if you were already there unite myself wholly to you. Never be, permit me to be separated from you. Amen. Amen. Please join in singing our communion hymn, Hail Mary, Gentlewoman. with you. 
Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother. just have a couple announcements this evening. The obligation to attend Mass in person on Sundays and Holy Days was reinstated this weekend. And as a reminder, this obligation does not apply to those who are sick, have a serious health risk, or in a household with others at risk, are primary caregivers to those at risk, or have serious anxiety or concerns about being in a large group setting due to the COVID-19. Also, anyone who thinks they may have COVID-19 or one of the variants should stay home. And also, registration is open for the 2021-2022 Children and Family Ministry Year. See today's bulletin for additional information. There is also information in the bulletin about the infant and toddler atrium. Thank you. Together, let us please stand and let us pray. 
Having partaken of this heavenly table, we beseech your mercy, Lord God, that we who honor the assumption of Mary, the mother of God, may be freed from every threat of harm through Christ our Lord. Amen. And the last two questions of our community covenant that help us to live like Mary and two, to be assumed body and soul, the glory of heaven. She who modeled for us what it meant to hear God's word. What did God say to you as we gathered for this celebration of liturgy? And then to live it in your life. What did God call through that word you to be or to do in order to make his kingdom more visible here and now? The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. May the blessings of Almighty God be upon you in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Mass is ended. Go forth. Glorify the Lord with the help of our grace of Mary, our mother, by our life. Thanks, Thanks be to God. God. Please join in singing our recessional hymn, Hail Holy Queen Enthroned Above. Again, it is in the bulletin. Salve, salve, Regina.